Good evening. Welcome to my view from the rim. It's the 7th of January, and while I was thinking, I could just wait around for another week or so and do another podcast, but then I thought, why should I wait? Because you never know what tomorrow may bring. And so I decided that I'm going to go ahead and continue uh, with the podcasts, uh, continuing in the segments regarding the Articles of Faith. And as you recall, we've covered the first three, uh, the last uh, being the third. We believe that through the atonement of Christ, all mankind may be saved by obedience to the laws and ordinances of the gospel. The fourth article of faith is very important. We believe that the first principles and ordinances of the gospel are, first, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, second, repentance, third, baptism by immersion for the remission of sins, fourth, laying on of hands for the gift of the Holy Ghost. Sorry about that, I just had to reach down and uh, pick up my books because I wanted to go and look up a few things while we're sitting here. Uh, but as we talk about as we talk about the fourth article of faith, it leads with the first principle, which is faith. Um, now faith, as we know from Hebrews, is a belief in things that are not seen, but which are true. Actually, that's not Hebrews. That's a scripture in Alma. But it's close enough for what we're talking about. Um, when we have faith in Christ, it means that we may not have seen him, but we believe in him. And more importantly, we believe in his mission we believe in what he has done for us, and we also believe that if we have faith in him, that we can return to live with him again because he has will forgive us of our sins. These things are very important um, to all of Christianity. I mean, this is key to the doctrine of Christ. And so let's talk about faith for just a moment. And I want to go to James, the book of James in the, in the New Testament. And in James 2, of course, well, actually, let's go to James 1 first. Uh, James 1, verse 5, is a scripture that's well, done, well known to members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints in that um, this is a scripture that Joseph Smith read. And it said, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. And then following up in verse 6, very important, But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave in the, of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. So, when Joseph Smith went to pray in the grove, he had faith 
that he would receive an answer. But we're not here talking about Joseph Smith just yet. We will down the line. Uh, not today, but another time. But I want to talk about faith. And so we're going to go back to chapter 2 of the book of James. Um, and he talks about the fact that uh, even so faith, if it hath not, hath not works, is dead, being alone. And this is very important. Um, is very important that works accompany faith. You can't just say, I believe, and then just go on with that. You have to believe, and then you have to do. And going back to our, the fourth article of faith, which is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Second is repentance. Once we have a faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and in his atonement for us, what is one of the first actions that we will normally do in that situation? Is we will go to him and we will take our burden of sin and lay it upon him. We will confess our sins to him through prayer to take this burden off of ourselves and place it upon him because he's already paid that price. He is already carrying that burden. And that's why it's so important Repentance is a simple demonstration of our faith. So many times, you know, we say, I believe, or I have faith. But then we don't take action appropriate for that faith. If there are no works or actions associated with that faith, then that faith is of no value. Repentance is usually one of the first actions once we are learning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, once we have gained a testimony and are starting to gain our own personal faith. And remember, this is something that I've mentioned many times from this microphone, is that when we talk about the atonement of Jesus Christ, and when we talk about the Savior's love for us, these are all individual things. He knows us by name. He knows our sorrows and our troubles. He is more than willing to carry these burdens for us. All he asks is that we lay them upon him. 
and then that we try to do our best to live up to his expectation. And what is his expectation? That we are perfect. Can we be perfect in this life? We cannot. Only Christ lived his time on earth a perfect, sinless life. None of us can do that. But we should try. And when we make mistakes, we repent. We pick ourselves up. And we get back on the trail. The third piece. Baptism by immersion for the remission of sins. And I wanted to go and look this up. Um, John, uh, Jesus was talking to Nicodemus, who is one of the um, rulers of the Jews, um, a Pharisee, actually, uh, talking to him by night, of course. And Nicodemus said unto him, chapter 3, verse 4 of the book of John, Nicodemus saith unto him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Baptism as an ordinance is so essential that Christ himself, though sinless, went to his cousin John. to be baptized. And that's in Matthew chapter 3, um, 13. Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan unto John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. If Christ being perfect, following his father's commandment to be baptized, not because he had sin, but because he was commanded, if he needed to be baptized, how much more so do we? Of course, baptism is symbolism is the symbol of us being buried and being born again as new people, as changed people, where we are leaving the natural man behind and becoming this new person. Does it mean that we will won't have trials anymore? Absolutely not. 
Does it mean we won't sin anymore? Absolutely not. It means for that one brief moment, we have left our sins behind. And when we come out of the water, we are born again as new. And this is a requirement for all those who are of age to be able to enter into the kingdom of God. And finally, the fourth principle in ordinance is the laying on of hands for the gift of the Holy Ghost. After someone is baptized in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and they are baptized by one having priesthood authority, they are confirmed a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints by another also, well, it could be the same person actually, by one also having authority and being authorized to do so. At the same time that they are confirmed members of the church, they are given the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, I'll try to explain this in a way that is um, understandable. It's, it's a little bit tricky. All of us are born with the light of Christ. It's sometimes we refer to it as a conscience. And we have that. All of us do. Every single person is born with that. Where we know when we're doing good, we feel it. And we know when we're doing bad, we feel it. We also know that the Holy Ghost testifies of truth. Always. That if we are seeking confirmation of truth, that the Holy Ghost will bear witness of that truth. Now, what distinguishes the gift of the Holy Ghost that's being referred to here is where so long as you're living worthy, you have the ability for the constant companionship of the Holy Ghost or the ability to consistently receive revelation and inspiration. Warnings about things that are happening to stay away from. Um, inspiration as you, as you read and study to help you understand things better. Um, promptings when we've sinned to repent. It's more than just the light of Christ. And I really don't, not sure from this microphone that I can explain it very well to you. But baptism and the laying on of hands are both ordinances of the church. They are the first ordinances of the church. And ordinances of the church are performed through priesthood power. And that's what we're going to talk about next time. I bear witness to you of the truthfulness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I bear witness to you of my faith in him. 
that even someone like me, that he knows, that he knows my name, and that he is willing to forgive me when I repent. And that when I listen, that he is willing to guide me in my life through the gift of the Holy Ghost. I bear this witness in the name of the Son, Jesus Christ. And it's my view from the rim. Have a good night.